The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. I love stories that have a happy ending, but not every story has a happy ending. There's some great characters in Scripture that when you read their lives, oh, you're inspired and you're blessed and you're encouraged. But occasionally, occasionally the Lord gives us insight into some person whose life was a great tragedy. In our study in Mark chapter 14, we've come to one of those Bible characters. His name is Judas. It is one of the saddest human stories in all of history. Think of it, no one names their son Judas today. His name is forever connected to the worst possible things, uh, to being a traitor. As a matter of fact, there's a term that is used even of a certain type of goat. It's called a Judas goat. It's a goat that is used to lead other animals to a slaughterhouse. I mean, imagine your whole, your whole reputation and name being connected to su such a thing forever. And yet there's something even worse than that. Not just how he's remembered here on earth, but where he is in eternity. Let's find him in the Garden of Gethsemane in Mark chapter 14, verse 43. The Bible says, And immediately, while he, that is Jesus, yet spake, cometh Judas, one of the twelve, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And he that betrayed him had given them a token, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he. Take him and lead him away safely." And as soon as he was come, he goeth straightway to him, and saith, Master, Master, and kissed him. And they laid their hands on him and took him. And we know the rest of the story. The rest of the story is that Judas is going to come to a place of great remorse. Not repentance, but he's going to feel badly for what he's done. He's going to try to return uh, the 30 pieces of silver that he was paid. Think of that, 30 pieces of silver. Did you know in our world today, that's about the equivalent of $3,840. He sold the Messiah for less than $4,000. May I ask you, what is Jesus worth to you? Judas was more interested in money than he was his own soul. He was more interested in things here than he was where he would spend eternity. And the rest of the story is that Judas went out and hanged himself. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 that Judas went to his own place what place was that? It's literally a reference to His eternal place. And that's a terrible place called hell. It's awful to think that every human being has some place for eternity and they're choosing it now. We all like to think that our place is heaven, but I ask you, search your own heart today. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Who was this Judas? Judas was the only disciple from Judea. All the rest were from the Galilee, but he was the only disciple from there. He was, he was not a monster. He was someone's son. He was a man with a soul. And uh, he was very close to the rest of the disciples. He was one of them. He was not only one of them. Think of this. He was the treasurer of the group. You have to be a pretty trusted man, pretty respectable and responsible to be trusted with the money. Uh, that was Judas's place among the disciples. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter where you're from what group you belong to, what others think of you, or even how 
how responsible you may think yourself to be, if you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, then my friend, you've missed it all. If you look at the list of the disciples all through the gospel records, Judas is always mentioned last. It's like he was always on the outside looking in. He was numbered with them. He was in the number, but he was not a true believer. It wasn't that he was a a disciple, a true disciple, and then lost. He was never a true follower of Christ. Scripture bears that out. He, He was never one who truly believed on Jesus as the Messiah. Did you know it's possible to hear lots of Bible teaching, to attend a church, to go through the religious motions, and yet you have yourself not personally received Jesus Christ as your Savior. I heard a man testify just days ago that he'd lived his entire life in a Bible-preaching church, hearing the words of Scripture and thinking that was good. Everybody else needed to hear that. And one day, finally, it dawned on him, wait a minute, I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. And it's not enough that I'm a member of this church. I need a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the place that Judas never came to. And I want to ask you today, have you come to that place? Have you come to the place where you've repented of your sin and by faith taken the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Through these many years of ministry, I have known so many people who lived for decades thinking that everything was all right with them and finally come into the place where they realized they had never truly called on the Lord to be their personal Savior. Oh, don't let another day pass and certainly don't go into eternity without Jesus Christ. Don't let your story end like Judas's story ends. Think of this. Judas has been in hell for 2,000 years. But what's worse, 2,000 years from this moment, he'll still be there. And so will every soul who's rejected Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Notice our verses in Mark chapter number 14. There are two or three observations I want you to see. One of them is this. The Bible says that Judas, one of the twelve. I would remind you that church membership is not enough. No one ever had a better pastor than Judas did. He had Jesus for his pastor. And no one was ever part of a, of a grander church or congregation of called out believers than Judas was because, friend, that original group of disciples, what an illustrious group that is. And yet, though he was one of the twelve, he was not one with Jesus Christ. I ask you, are you one of the group or are you one with the Lord Jesus? And then the Bible says that he came and he said, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same as he, take him and lead him away safely. It's shocking to me how close he came. Someone said it this way, He kissed the door of heaven and walked away. So close and yet so far away, there may be all the outward expression of affection for God and acceptance of religious truth, but if you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, my friend, you're not ready to meet God. And then notice his words in verse 45. He says, Master, Master. Remember Jesus said in another place, Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, Jesus said someday he'll look on people who've done many great works in his name and say, Depart from me, I never knew you. Not, I once knew you and don't know you now. I never knew you. I wonder, does Jesus know you? Do you know him? I don't want to leave you today with these words of despair. I want to leave you with words of hope. So let's not end with Judas's words. Let's end with Jesus' words. In one of the other gospel records, the Bible records for us the words of the Lord Jesus when Judas first came into the garden. Do you know what Jesus' first word to Judas was? He looked him in the face and he said, Friend. Remember Jesus as the friend of sinners. He looks Judas in the face, knowing why he's come, 
and says, Friend, wherefore art thou come? The Bible says of our Lord that having loved his own, he loved them unto the end. Judas didn't go to hell because Jesus didn't love him or because God hated him. Judas went to hell because he rejected Jesus Christ. And I want you to know that up to the very end, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, loved even Judas. And I don't care who you are today or what you've done, what you think about yourself or what others think about you, Jesus looks at you, He knows you, and He loves you. And He wants you to repent of your sin and by faith take the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. I wonder, would you be a friend to the friend of sinners today? Would you look to Jesus Christ in simple faith? Would you say to Him, I need you as my own personal Savior? Would you say right now, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner? I wonder what would have happened if Judas had at that moment repented of his sin and by faith taken Christ as his own Savior. My friend, you're still breathing? There's hope. A living dog is better than a dead lion. And if you're breathing right now, it's because the Lord's giving you a space of grace, an opportunity to repent and trust Him. Would you do that today? Who cares of what all's happened in your life? And who cares what everybody thinks? The only thing that matters in the end is what God knows. And someday we're all going to go to our own place. I don't know about you. I want that to be heaven, not hell for everybody I know. I hope today you'll make very sure you know Jesus as your Savior. And you'll seek to reach out to others and love them in Jesus' name. Be a friend to sinners as Christ was and point them to the Son of God. It has been a privilege to study the Scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today. Thank you.